Welcome to Sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had one post on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In this post, we summarized a study where the authors found that approximately one in five adolescent athletes had chronic ankle instability, and they tended to report impaired function and health-related quality of life outcomes compared with other athletes. These findings support the need for ankle sprain prevention and intervention programs into adolescent sports settings. If we take a closer look at that study, we find that the authors performed a cross-sectional study of the prevalence and impact of chronic ankle instability on ankle function, physical activity, and health-related quality of life among adolescent athletes at eight different club or high school sport facilities. The athletes completed surveys with parental supervision to assess their ankle sprain history, presence of chronic ankle instability, ankle function, health-related quality of life, and physical activity. Overall, about 1,000 adolescent athletes across a variety of sports completed the surveys, and about half were female. While about 26% of athletes reported one previous ankle sprain, one in five athletes reported having chronic ankle instability in at least one ankle, with about 4% having bilateral cases. Adolescent athletes with chronic ankle instability had worse ankle function and impaired health-related quality of life outcomes compared to athletes without chronic ankle instability. However, physical activity did not differ between the groups. Overall, the authors found that chronic ankle instability was a common condition among adolescent athletes and that having chronic ankle instability was associated with poor ankle function and quality of life. Although chronic ankle instability develops over time, long-term deficits following an ankle sprain may occur earlier than previously thought. The study is important because there's now a foundation to justify including ankle sprain prevention and intervention programs into adolescent athletics to prevent health burdens throughout the lifespan. The fact that one in five adolescent athletes may have chronic ankle instability highlights that we as clinicians and coaches and parents need to do more to address the fact that only about 20% of coaches use injury prevention programs, despite clear recommendations for these programs, such as those coming from the NATA. It is important to note that although physical activity did not differ between groups, paper-based surveys may not be sensitive enough to detect activity changes following injury. Previous studies among adults have used smartwatches or other sensors as a better way to track these outcomes which should be considered in youth populations. Finally, it's worth considering that these outcomes were taken at a single time point in one state, and future research should prospectively track chronic ankle instability outcomes. While we wait for these studies, clinicians should consider ankle sprain prevention programs in adolescent sports settings to combat poor health outcomes associated with repeated ankle injuries. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post 
was an article in the British Journal of Sports Medicine where the authors concluded that the Knee Control Injury Prevention Program reduced acute injuries in youth floorball players by 45%. However, there was no effect on overuse injuries. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses that are available through the Human Kinetics website. We'll have links to our summaries, the courses, and the article on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one and stay safe.